to see everybody Tuesday night. Hope that you are doing really, really good in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, like I've told you for a while now, we are winning. We will win this battle. And as long as there is a church, and I know I'm looking at all the people that are signing on here tonight. That's us, the living church of Jesus Christ, the people who are not caving, that are not bending our knee to all of this COVID vaccine tyranny. And this, this is happening, of course, as everybody knows, I got to keep covering it because it is one of the most remarkable things that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I, and I have to admit, I am shocked. I'm very surprised that the Canadians have risen up the way that they have because they've been so dead silent for the last basically 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. But we have the truckers that have united 50,000 some odd vehicles and they're adding. That's not all there is. They're adding day by day, minute by minute. Trucks are pouring into Ottawa, the capital and the governing center of Canada. They are coming in the entire time. If you put that up, Aaron, can you put that first one up, maybe side by side? Let me just show you a little picture here of it. This is the current scene at what's called Couch Sweet Grass Border Crossing. This is the border between the United States in Canada, in the area of Ottawa, it is one of many, many border crossings, but it is completely and totally shut down. It's actually on both sides of the border, both on the United States side and on the Canadian side. You cannot, here, here's our version, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel, not because you're a vaccine passport, but because of the blockade. And this is what has to happen. If, if the Governing authorities, the little Stalinists like Justin Trudeau, the beta male that he is, if they're going to shut down and take away your livelihood, then we need to do exactly the same. No violence, no nothing, no hurting of anybody. But you know what? All of their lockdowns, both if you talk about Canada and the United States, lockdowns are illegal. Forced masks, forced vaccines under the Nuremberg Code, under the Charter for Canada, under the Constitution of the United States, they're all illegal under the Nuremberg Code, completely and totally illegal under the informed consent portion of the Nuremberg Code. It's all illegal. So if they're going to do things that are illegal, you boycott, you convoy, you shut down. And here's the thing. Even if eventually they move these guys and they are, they're, they're able to move them, which right now they cannot, and we'll get deep into that in a second. But even if they are, truckers still don't have to truck. They still don't have to go. They still don't have to deliver goods and services. And see, eventually it will reach the bourgeois elite. Now, the bourgeois elitists, the WEF members, such as Justin Trudeau, played a video the other day of, I think it was either Saturday or Thursday of last week, where Klaus Schwab names Justin Trudeau basically as he was mentored through the World Economic Forum, as well as half of his cabinet. But as the, you know, they need trucks just as much as you and I do. And eventually, when they get hurt, when they're good, they'll be the last ones hurt. You know, of course, the, the ones with guns are the bourgeois elite. The ones with police protection, 2,700 Capitol Police officers on the Capitol alone for a two-square-mile area in D.C. where the entire city of Seattle is less than 1,000 officers. But Nancy Pelosi is 2,700 for a two-square-block area, two-square-mile area. They're the ones that have the guns, the guns last. They have the police protection last. You know, Joe Biden will never be short of Medicare in any way, shape or form. He'll always have doctors around him, all those things. But they're the last ones to be touched. But when you cut off their supply lines, all of those, no matter what it is, they still depend on truckers. 
whether it's Nancy Pelosi's 2,700-member Capitol Police Force, they depend on truckers every day, just like all the rest of us. And when the truckers say no more, and right now it's, it's, you're starting to see it form on social media, be talked about on social media, American truckers are also planning on doing the same thing, running and, and collecting truckers from California all the way to D.C., and that's exactly what they need to do. Truckers who work alone inside the cabs of truck, most of the trucks most of their life, most of their, working, most of their working lives, I should say, there's absolutely no need for them to mask, absolutely no need for them to vaccinate. Of course, there's no need for anybody to vaccine, uh, to vaccine and mask, but just using them as an example, there's absolutely no need whatsoever. Even under the tyrant's regime of, of uh, you know, medical tyranny of six foot distance, you have to mask, you have to vaccinate. There's absolutely, they don't, they don't cross any of those lines whatsoever. They work alone all the time. There's absolutely no reason for them, even under the tyrannous rules, to ever vaccinate or mask. But what you have to do is you have to stand like this. And just think of what would happen if everybody, and I know that I'm primarily uh, preaching to the choir, and I know I say this every show, but there's one or two people that are, you know, or more that are watching right now that are still thinking that they did the right thing when they locked down, still thinking that they were compassionate and cooperative when they wore masks. You were cooperative, all right, cooperative with the Antichrist spirit, because that's what this has been about from day one, is ushering in the mark of the beast. From day one, that's what it's been about, is getting to the vaccine mandates, getting to the vaccine passports. It's never been about, if it was about stopping transmission, the moment that everybody learned that the vaccines do not stop transmission, all of the vaccine mandates would be lifted. But no, Joe Biden, paying, being, it's, and it's all being paid for by your taxpayer dollars, is in federal court right now fighting to keep vaccine mandates. He's losing every case. And see, because I told you we are winning, he's losing every case. Even it's now the federal mandate on, on healthcare workers, he's lost that now too. So he's losing, but yet he's still in court battling it using your taxpayer dollars. Taxpayer-funded attorneys are in there, high-paid, you know, six, seven, eight hundred, and a thousand dollar an hour attorneys are being paid for by you to fight for a vaccine mandate, a mandate that's predicated on stopping transmission, predicated on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission. And that, that's what, you see, if they, they all know that the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, they've all publicly said so. It's their, it's their rhetoric now. At first it was the vaccine stops transmission. And then they found out that it didn't, and they, they kept lying for months and months and months, saying that it did. But then when the empirical data came out and said there's no way for them to lie anymore, then they changed to, well, it stops hospitalizations and deaths. It doesn't do any of that either, of course. But after that data came out that said that it wasn't stopping transmission, you would have, should have lifted the vaccine mandates because the mandates are in place to stop transmission. But they haven't because it's never been about anybody's health. It's never been about stopping transmission. All of you COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving pastors, it's never been about that. When you were being kind and compassionate, wore your mask so that people weren't uncomfortable around you, locked down your churches, became a vaccine pimper whore by opening up your churches for a vaccine site, when you did all of those things under the name of love, understand that it was not love. All these people... Klaus Schwab, Francis Collins, Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, 
all, you know, all of them were just trying to usher you towards the vaccine passport, which is the precursor, well, is a, or maybe the precursor for the mark of the beast because people can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it. That's what it's been about from day one. Not day two, not day three, not day four. Event 201 was in October of 2019. This has been pre-planned for a long time. They formed the virus. They made the virus. Then they offer the solution to the virus, which is the vaccine. That's all to get you to the vaccine passport. They offer the solution to the virus, which is a vaccine for a 99.9% survival virus. Why anybody would take it, I don't know. But then they close down the world that if you don't get the vaccine, then you can't buy, sell, trade, or, trade or travel because the only way to get your pass is to take the vaccine so that you can get on a plane, so that you can go out to eat, so that you can buy groceries, all those different things. That's what it's been about from day one. Back to Canada, Sid Fizzard um, video, current scene. No, wait, sorry, that's the wrong one. Uh, go to the next one. It's a sad video. Close. Trudeau currently giving a live press conference. This isn't live, of course, anymore. Before this clip, I want you to know what he said before this. Every Most of us have seen this clip already. But before this clip, he falsely accused the convoy attendees of stealing food from the homeless. I want to see those videos. Then he went on to bash symbols of hatred, of which the only symbol of hatred that I've seen so far was a guy that suddenly showed up in a leather ski mask. It's the only, I'm talking about in Ottawa, a leather ski mask with a Confederate flag with a truck in it. And he was, he was confronted by the real protesters and told to get out of there. And he put his tail between his legs and walked off. That's all. But these, you see, they, it's always the same. It comes down to, to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. These, dem these, these globalists, these bourgeois elitists, these children of Klaus Schwab like Justin Trudeau, they say the same things every single time. The hospitals are being overrun with COVID. And then you show pictures, and the hospitals are not being overrun with COVID. That pan the, the path out of the pandemic is vaccinations. Even though vaccinations do nothing to stop transmission, hospitalization, or death. Don't do anything. They, as a matter of fact, they cause all of those things. They cause transmission. They cause hospitalizations. They cause us. I have all the stats. They're just liars. And then, of course, they'll say that they're, you know, Justin Trudeau, his, he, his, his life's in jeopardy. That's what they always say. And they beat feet and they hide. That's what they always do. So here's Justin Trudeau. Play for him. The many Canadians who've made donations to the Shepherds of Good Hope and to the Terry Fox Foundation in response to what they saw this weekend. There is no place in our country for threats, violence, or hatred. So to those responsible for this behavior, it needs to stop. To anyone who joined the convoy but is rightly uncomfortable with the symbols of hatred and division on display, Join with your fellow Canadians. Be courageous and speak out. Do not stand for or with intolerance and hate. And again, I'd like to just say, where are the acts? Where are the pictures of the hatred? Now, division, by the way, is good. You should be divided from tyranny. But the tyrannists want you to be united with them. So if you don't unite with them, they accuse you of division. And always remember, these people are what they accuse you of, or they are who, who you, they accuse you of being. 
They are what, you, what they accuse you of being. When they accuse you of being a murderer because you don't wear your mask or put on your vaccine, these are the people that kill 40 to 60 million babies per year in the womb. These are the people who pull away monoclonal therapies that they know save lives because if you use monoclonal therapies, you're not going by the vaccine orthodoxy, the remdesivir orthodoxy, so they'll kill you instead. That's who these people are. When they accuse you of being a racist or a phobic person, that's what they are every single time. We are not ignorant, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We're not ignorant of them. We know. So that every single time they trot out the same thing. So who's the racist? Put up, pick one. Here's Justin Trudeau. There you go. You can flow through him. It doesn't matter. There's, here's one. Go to the next one. Who's the racist? There he is again. Just a, a better close-up. Let's go to the next one. See, I want you to notice this. Notice now that he is in blackface more than one time. It's not just the one time. He's in blackface more than one time. And here's the thing I want you to know. I don't really care if people go in blackface. I really don't. I don't, I don't consider if a, if a black person put on white face that they're a racist or at some time somebody did, like he's dressed up as, you know, like some sort of Arabian prince or whatever he's done. I don't really care about any of that. But since they do, let's just use their pictures against them, right? So who's really the racist? Now, we have pictures of, of Justin Trudeau uh, showing racist sort of behavior according to their own standards. But yet, where are the pictures of the truckers? displaying racist behavior. What's, where are they? Where are these signs of hatred? Signs of division where they're saying F Trudeau. Yeah, there's signs of division. That's a democracy. You should be divided. Nothing wrong with that. That's the Bible. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. You should be divided. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Justin, uh, Justin Trudeau, this morning I tested positive for COVID-19. Look at the rhetoric. I'm feeling fine and continue to work remotely. Again, using their usual... Their usual tribe, you know, we are not ignorant of their devices because, you know, he runs. He, he Now he's saying that he's sick of COVID-19, and now he's running because allegedly, you know, there's some sort of threat to his life, although they cannot say that they're, you know, they, they can't bring any quotes. They have no video footage of anybody ever threatening him. It's just like, just like 1-6, no footage whatsoever of anybody actually being threatened at all. They just say that that's what's happening. That's their devices. And I'll continue to work remotely this week while following, following public health guidelines. Here it is. He's got COVID-19. Now remember, he's once vaxxed, twice vaxxed, thrice vaxxed with the booster. Everyone, please get vaccinated and get boosted. And he's positive for COVID-19. I mean, you have to be a galactic moron to follow people like this. They're sick with COVID-19, hospitalized with COVID-19, die of COVID-19, die of the vaccination. And while they're dying, while they're sick, while they're hospitalized, they'll send you uh, Facebook messages, uh, Twitter posts, whatever they may be, social media posts, telling you to get vaccinated while they're sick, while they're dying, while they're hospitalized. Here's Ezra Levant on Glenn Beck. Play it for me. Trudeau came out, called these guys fascists, racists. Uh, and now, hasn't he yesterday said, kind of, I'm doubling down uh, and and making these people pay? Oh, yeah. I mean, his uh, transportation uh, minister went on TV saying they're looking at making vaccine passports a requirement to go from province to province within our country. Uh, so, so that's Trudeau's way. I mean, remember, Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, was close friends with Fidel Castro. And uh, Trudeau Jr. is a super fan of, of the Castros and has been to Cuba. And remember Trudeau, when he was running for office, said the country he most admires is communist China. And he specified why. He said 
quote, because of its basic dictatorship. He literally said those words. So he's very third worldish about this. He's very Hugo Chavez about this. Shut down the roads. Have the police block the truckers. And then when they were all converging on Ottawa, he did the third world dictator move and he fled. <laughs> he fled. Who knows where? I mean, very, very Castro-ish in his approach. He didn't come down like Donald Trump. Um, if it was a peaceful protest, he, he might have come down to engage them. Mm-hmm. He, he wouldn't run away, bravely run away. I think Trudeau is going to be vengeful because this is the first challenge to him that is truly organic and truly authentic, and he can't buy it off. See, none of this, none of this at all is any sort of coincidence. I mean, his parents are really close with Fidel Castro. These people actually accuse him of actually being Fidel Castro's son. And they do kind of look alike, but, you know, that's beside the point. But his, friend, his, his, his mom and dad were very close uh, friends with Fidel Castro. That's not coincidence. And then when he's, when he's asked, what is your most admired country? He names China because of its pure dictatorship. These are not coincidences. They're all, well, no, you know, COVID just happened to have No, either COVID was on purpose, which I think it was. I mean, it was formed and made by Anthony Fauci, by the World Economic Forum, you know, by Peter Daszak, uh, by Ralph Barrick, by the, uh, Dr. G, the Bat Lady, by the PLA, formed in a bio bioweapons lab, a level four bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. And, you know, so I think it was, you know, on purpose, but it reveals who these people really are. And it's simply a vehicle to usher in their tyranny. That's why you never do one thing that they've said. We just bought a brand new building here. We never will never close that building. I'm sitting in my old building. We'll never close this building ever. Not for one reason. I don't care if they cause rattlesnakes to fall from the sky by the billions. We are not closing. We are not masking. We are not alcohol gelling. We are not vaxxing. Ever understand that that's what you have to do. There will always be some sort of valid excuse and all the Christians fell for it. I mean, it's just amazing to me. The natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. That's written to Christians in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And that describes at least the American church, definitely describes the Australian church, the English church, the Canadian church, all the all, all really most first, second, and third world country churches because almost everybody closed. You don't sense this? The natural man does, does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Immediately when this started to break out, the Spirit of God was speaking to me saying that this is a tyrannical hoax. Of course, COVID-19 exists. It's been under a microscope. And of course, you know, of course, redacted out of Anthony Fauci's emails where he is talking to everybody on his email saying, and everybody's telling him, this certainly looks like a lab formed virus. Of course, he and Francis Collins, Francis Collins, the alleged born again Christian, right? Who loves to slaughter the unborn at, at galactic levels. But he's born again. Yeah, he's born again at an ark church. Not a, real, not a real salvation church where you actually turn from your sin. But this has been, you, from day one, you should have sensed it as a Christian. If you didn't and you missed it and you've repented, we have no problem. If you didn't and you missed it and you're still lying to yourself because you're too prideful to admit that you're wrong, what's the matter with you? All over the globe, people can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without their QR-coded mark of the beast on their phone. 
What, what are you thinking? Why, why are you not preaching about this in your church? Tom, you go over this every time. I have to go over, it, go over it every time. I am trying to win Christians back to the word of God, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. How do you not see that revelation, 13, 16, and 17? How do you not see it? How do you not see it now and repent of your initial response to COVID if your initial response was to lock down and to wear masks and quarantine yourselves at home? How have you not repented? How are you pretending that your response was okay when you look at the evidence around the globe right now? Judgment begins at the house of God. Why have you not repented? First Peter chapter four, verse 17. Go to the next one for me. Just Which one is Justin Trudeau? Dave Rubin, oh, Dave Rubin, play it for me. I know this pandemic is frustrating. It's frustrating that after two years, we're not done fighting COVID-19. But over the past few days, Canadians have been shocked and frankly disgusted by the behavior displayed by some of the people protesting in our nation's capital. Okay, so what Trudeau is trying to do there is frame this as, you know, these are terrorists, they're white supremacists, the behavior, the behavior of some of these people. My God, cleaning up trash at the end of a protest. Is there anything more disgusting, more deplorable? Could these people be more awful and most likely Nazi adjacent? My God. That's what the Nazis wanted, to shovel streets with other people after protests. Now let's go back in time and let's see if we can find any videos whatsoever of BLM protests, of Antifa protests, or climate change protests, of which we don't, not only do they not clean up after themselves, not only do they not improve the area around them like the convoy of truckers is doing right there, but they leave it an absolute cataclysmic mess, especially the climate change people. Because at least the Antifa and the BLM people burn everything down, so there is no trash. But the climate change people... They, they come in the name of climate change, just like all the climate change activists flew off to Glasgow, Scotland, in their private jets and on their yachts to go talk about climate change and how you and I emit too much uh, CO2 out of our trucks and cars while they jet over one by one in their 400 plus private jets and yachts over to Glasgow's to have their climate summit. But let you know, go back anywhere, pull up the footage of when BLM or Antifa or namely the climate change activists pull out of their area of protest and it's an absolute disaster area. Because again, none of these things are about what they say it is. BLM is not about white supremacy. Antifa is not absolutely not anti-fascist. They are fascist. BLM is racist. Antifa is fascist. Climate change people are polluters. Everything they claim that you are, they are. They're, it's on purpose. 
It's, it's called projecting. It makes you an enemy to actually uh, usher in their true, their true agenda, which is tyranny. And to be more specific, what it is, is that it is the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. That's what it's all about. I've been saying it for months to create two classes in America, a few haves and then billions of have-nots, and they'll kill off lots and lots of have-nots because they don't care. Donato Trumpo, Trumpo video, Savage Trucker is back. Play it for me. Yourself in a democracy, you should know where the head of state is, right? Don't you have a right if you're a voter? Shouldn't Canadians have a right to know where he is? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because Justin Trudeau can hide anywhere. He's a master of disguise. Any place in the world, Justin Trudeau could blend in and you'd never know it was him. And to prove it, we're going to show you a series of photographs right now. All of them are real and all of them depict the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. So here he is, looking very much not like a French Canadian, looking pretty dark, actually. This is an Arabian Night-themed gathering when he was a high school teacher. Oh, he's got blackface on. Interesting. And here he is, blending in convincingly as a Bollywood star in India. Hands grasped together in reverence and prayer. Here he is flanked by his new countrymen. They have no idea they're in the presence of a Canadian politician. That's how convincing Justin Trudeau is when he decides to play dress up. They think he's one of them. I love samosas, Justin says. We do too, say the Indians. They have no idea they're talking to a Canadian. But when he's not fooling people in India, he's fooling Native Americans. And yes, there is a difference, bigot. Not all Indians are the same. Here's Justin Trudeau wearing the traditional headdress of one of Canada's many indigenous tribes. Like the Aztecs of yore, Justin Trudeau will rip your heart out, ladies. And yet, what's this? Is that Clark Kent of Superman fame? No, once again, it's just Justin Trudeau. He can impersonate fictional characters. Here he is looking like a stranded pilot in the desert from one of the Star Wars movies. He could literally be hiding on a soundstage in Hollywood as we speak. He could even be on a ranch, as these pictures demonstrate. Look at that hat. Unbelievable. As long as no one hands him a gun or asks him where food comes from, that's a convincing rancher right there. The ultimate beta male, and he's in charge of a first world Five Eyes country. Absolutely terrifying. K2 video, These, this is, this is who the truckers really are. Play it for me. In heaven. Hallowed be thy Hallowed name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine art the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. So you have to ask yourself this question. The people on the opposite side, would they ever do anything like that? Here's negotiations between the truckers and the cops. Play it for me. Money for coming back in short notice. Uh, uh, I'm sorry uh, our last visit uh, didn't uh, go well for us or for you guys, uh, and that, and I uh, apologize for that. Uh, we uh, we came here. We didn't have all the clarity from from our our command side, uh, uh, but we went back and sought more clarity. And, uh, and uh, right now they're prepared to release up on the hill over there all the vehicles and the semis you have to come back come in and join us okay what they want to do is move towards opening one lane of traffic uh, back and forth at the same time so we can uh, give uh, the go-ahead to release those vehicles right now if you like right now you guys will release all those people and let people come in freely in and out our people if they want to come in no questions asked 
And that is what we and we'll have for right now. Then we're even. And once From we have that, we will renegotiate. And, right. and, and okay. you guys are dismissed. Okay. See, that may, sound, that may seem mean to some people. You are dismissed, but these are tyrants. And you're like, Tom, how can you say that? Weren't you a cop yourself for 25 years? Uh, yes, I was. 1992, 2017, 25 years in a day, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. That's what I, if I'm a street level cop, that's all I ever did. So, yes, and listen, I, I love cops that are constitutional. These are tyrannous. These are Gestapo. These are people, these cops are enforcing laws that they know are evil, that they know contradict the very governing documents that they swore to uphold and defend. I'm talking about Canadian cops, the RCMP. I'm talking about their local cops, whatever it may be. And of course, I'm talking about American cops, Australian cops, all of them that have enforced unconstitutional laws. And not just, you know, I mean, everybody's got their, they have a different name for their constitution, but they all are, are, are enforcing laws that do not exist. They are not allowed to enforce. And not only that, it's international law under the Nuremberg Code that you cannot mask, that you cannot do an experimental vaccine, nothing. You cannot force any of those things. You cannot force lockdowns, nothing. And not to mention, none of them do anything. And it's been proven time and time again that none of them do anything. So when they say, you know what, you're dismissed, that's how you talk to them. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be arrogant. You don't demean them. They're, nobody's dropping F-bombs on them, but you're dismissed. That's how you do it. Everybody always bootlicks these tyrants. You don't bootlick them. You don't have to be mean or nasty, but you need to be dismissive. You need to be businesslike with these people. You are dismissed. What, they were, what, that, what that negotiation, if you want to call it, was about was the RCMP was, that's the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. That's basically their state police. They're, they're, and that's their nationwide state police. Federal law enforcement is what they are. That's the, that's the word I was trying to think of. But they were holding truckers from joining the convoy. The convoy they were blocking them from joining the convoy. So they said, we'll release them if you clear one lane so they could open up the border. And they said, no, you will release all the trucks first and then, and then we'll renegotiate. Guess what happened? They, rene they, they released all the trucks first and then they went back to renegotiate. I don't know if they actually did go back to renegotiate, but, I, but they definitely released all the trucks. You do not give tyrants an inch. The moment that they sense blood is in the water, they're going to take and they're going to take and they're going to take. All right, which one are we on, Aaron? K2 update. All right, play that one for me. Short another update here. As the truckers were consulting with the lawyer, uh, I guess the uh, checkpoints that were the RCMP set up, they needed the extra guys to come here. So the checkpoints were completely open and the entire convoy that were blocked by that checkpoint is now on the way here. So the RCMP will having to be have to deal with many, many more truckers who are on their way to support this blockage at the border. This is not going away. It will never go away, and we are winning. The truckers have enough supplies to last two to four months now, let alone what's pouring in. These, we're talking about thousands and thousands of trucks are pouring in to the Ottawa area. This is not going, in, going to end. This is what you do. From day one, the moment they came in with their two weeks to fly, well, that's a reasonable request. No, it's not. No, it's stop being brainwashed. Stop being brainwashed. It was never okay to lock your business down for one day. It was never okay 
to cooperate and capitulate and lock your church down for one day. It was never okay to strap a mask on your face. It was never okay to quarantine, ever, because the moment that you did, you were listening to anti-Christ, Stalinist tyrants. That's all that they are, using a sickness to usher in the mark of the beast. That's what it's been about from day one. We can hold the line. We can keep this off of us. We can have years and years ahead of us, free of all of this, all of this garbage, if we stand now. And the truckers in Canada of all places, because Canada definitely has not been strong, either as the United States, but if anybody was weaker than the United States, probably in descending order, the United States was strongest, then maybe maybe England, and then maybe Canada, and then maybe Australia, and there's other smaller countries in between that were weaker and stronger. But the truckers in Canada have set the tone. Don't ever back down. If there's any truckers watching this, never back down. Send this to the truckers. If anybody, have, you guys, make sure you're liking and sharing everywhere. They banned me pretty much on Facebook. Even if you share, so you people on Rumble, share, 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 share. Because that's the place that I can grow. They, they won't let me. And here's the thing, too, on Facebook. Make sure that you friend me. Friend the church, Foundation Church. Friend me, because we aren't even allowed to send you friend requests. That's where we are right now. And all those people who censor me, who ban me, are defenders of democracy, right? Of course. Remember, they project. They accuse you of what they themselves are. They say that I'm a threat to democracy. I'm not a threat to democracy. I've never tried to ban anybody. I've never tried to limit the scope of anybody, limit the reach of anybody. Never. I don't care. Adults are adults. You make your own decisions. But the truckers in Canada have set the tone. You do not budge. I hope that they don't. Don't give an inch. Now, this is my favorite video of the day. Play it for me. Okay, I just, I just sitting in my truck here warming up. I just got a bunch of nice fruit dropped off to me. And I was just talking to this gentleman, and this nice lady came by and had something to share with everybody. You want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. What, what just happened here? Okay, I was just talking to a local that lives right here in Ottawa. He's been here for 30 years. He knows what's happening. And he told me that the mayor of Ottawa is, he called the tow truck companies to start towing these semis off from the streets. And every company said they have COVID. Imagine that. Yeah. Don't worry, Justin. We'll be gone by yesterday. There's trust me, I know from working these calls for 25 years, 92 to 2017, there ain't no way to move a truck outside of a, I'm talking about a semi truck. There is no way to move a truck outside of a semi level tow truck. There's very few of those, by the way, that can actually tow a, a semi, very true. They can tow a dump truck. Very few tow trucks can do that. So they've got 50,000 trucks involved in this. And they've got to clear them off the road. And now the tow truck drivers are telling the mayor of Ottawa, we can't respond. We all have COVID. This is what you do. We wouldn't all, listen, our shelves wouldn't be empty right now. If everybody would have said, I know I'm preaching to the choir for the most part. But again, there's a few people that are watching that are not part of the choir. This is what you do from day one, always. You just look tyranny in the face, the devil in the face, and you say, absolutely not one inch. And not only do you not give an inch, you encroach on his territory. You take their territory, not just defend your own. Take their territory. Go on the offense. Here's the, uh, this is the lawyer for the truckers. Play it for me. 
Chad, can you just give us the update? What just happened here and what's happening now? So the police have essentially shut down all negotiations, period. They've indicated that they've got marching orders essentially to reopen the highway. Um, they're not going to discuss anything further with the protesters. They've indicated that those who uh, leave now uh, are free to do so. Uh, those who remain behind run the risk of being arrested. There's various pieces of legislation and charges um, that they can essentially lay against people that remain. They've indicated that they're going to seize equipment and they've indicated that they're going to reopen the highway. So we provided uh, the standard uh, uh, legal charter advice for folks and we're going to see how this plays out. But <clears throat> We've really tried to stress uh, everyone to uh, kind of remain calm, remain peaceful, uh, no matter what happens, but things are pretty tense. And uh, quickly, they haven't alluded to consequences for the people who do decide to leave now, but is that still a uh, potential? It, it's a potential. They, they've said that they, they won't charge people, but again, uh, if someone's committed an infraction, technically they can still uh, they can still uh, arrest people. Okay, thank you for your time, and that's truckerlawyer.ca to help these guys fight this legal fight. There's no way to get them off the road without the tow trucks. And all you need to do is, as a tow truck driver, refuse to respond. Now, what will happen, though, is the same thing happens with the COVID-caving cops, CCC every time, COVID-caving Christian, COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving Christian, you know, whatever, conservatives, whatever it may be. It's just like the COVID-caving cop. Well, I, you know, I, I don't want to lose my job. Okay, so you'll have a job working for Adolf Hitler. I think I'd rather not have the job. I, okay, I, I have a job. I'm working for Joseph Stalin or Mao Zedong. You know, maybe you ought to stand now and lose your job so that you actually have a better system to live under. Does that make sense? And the tow truck drivers need to do the exact same thing. There is no way. Their military can't clear those trucks. There is no way to clear those trucks. And not only that, they have to have those trucks. There is no, I mean, they're in the middle of dark winter in Canada. You have to have the trucks. They know they, they know they have to have the trucks. All you need to do is stand your ground. You will strangle them. Again, this is symbolically. You will strangle them to death by simply standing around. Because Justin Trudeau, his little beta male self, hiding in his little chateau somewhere in the middle of nowhere, he, he was good. he's going to run out of supplies. He's got children. They're going to run out of supplies. They dip, is he going to go hunt himself? Is he going moose hunting? You know, is he going to, I mean, Justin Trudeau, we, it's very, very, it's very suspect whether he even has testicles. Now, is he really going to go, is he really going to go hunting? I mean, I, I seriously doubt it. So here's the, the question is, what's he going to, he knows he has that. So all you need to do is stand, make them suffer. Yes, the bourgeois elite, Justin Trudeau will be the last one that runs out of food, but he will run out of food without truckers. He's not going to go hunt. He's, what's he going to go do? He's going to go dig a well. You know, is he going to go dig a well so he can get the water for his soy lattes? No, he's not. He completely and totally depends on the world that he marginalizes. He depends on the world that he calls deplorables and that he calls peasants. He depends on them, the plumbers, the construction workers, the truck drivers. He depends on just as much as all the rest of us do. And all you have to do is not cooperate and they're finished. We don't need the Justin Trudeaus. We need the truckers. One trucker is worth. Uh, there's not even. There's no. There's no amount of Justin Trudeaus that add, uh, add, that add up to one trucker. I could say a trillion. Uh, one trucker is worth a trillion Trudeaus. No, what trillion Trudeaus? A trillion Trudeaus is nothing more than a bunch of useless amoebas. That's all that he is.
He absolutely isn't worth one plumber. Now, you want to see another worthless politician? Listen to this backpedaling tripe. Here's Doug Ford. He's the uh, premier of Ontario. Play it for me. Well, you know, my message right from the beginning of this pandemic, when it, when it came to the truckers, uh, I appreciate everything they've done. I appreciate them bringing health supplies to hospitals, putting food on the grocery shelves. But there's, there's three things I can't tolerate. Uh, desecration of any war memorials or any memorials. Zero tolerance for that. You know, what, what people have to do, and, and the flags are waving around, is disgusting in my opinion. Outside of the greatest flag in the world, the Canadian flag. God bless them for waving the Canadian flag. But the other thing is, folks, there's, there's a million people that live in Ottawa. You know, I, I, I hear you. I hear the protesters. The province hears the protesters. The country hears the protesters. Now... It's time to let the people in Ottawa get back to their lives. These businesses that have been closed for, for you know, a while now, the restaurants want to reopen. So, you know, I get it. I hear you. But we, we have to let the, the people of Ottawa live their lives. So there we go, Doug for, Ford. And I just, you know, here's the thing. Aaron just froze that picture for me. My producer Aaron froze that. I just want you to get the symbolism of this. Look at the two masked morons behind him. 22 months and the 15 days to flatten the curve. All of the science says that masks do absolutely freaking nothing. Nothing. 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle. It is undisputed fact. And not either one of those masks those two idiots are wearing do a daggum thing to stop a one point a point one four sized micron, let alone a point zero six. N95 starts at blocking microns at the point three level. So please, please, it, it's absolute. This is an absolute political theater. Oh, you know, I appreciate the truckers. Yeah, you appreciate them enough to be eliminating their jobs. You you appreciate them enough to be ultim giving them ultimatums that if you don't vaccinate, you will lose your job. Yeah, you really appreciate them a lot. And then he says the thing about, you know, people have desecrated a war memorial. Who do you think there's a war memorial that got painting put on it that said the vaccinated are the heroes? You really think the truckers painted that on there that says the vaccinated are the heroes? That, that's the war memorial that was painted. You think the convoy of truckers did that? No, what it is, is leftist infiltrators, as always, just like 1-6, leftist in infiltrators trying, doing, doing the crimes in the midst of the crowd so that the righteous crowd gets blamed for their crimes. It's typical left. We are not ignorant of their devices. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. That's, it's like that every single time. And again, it just gives them their little, their little cannon fodder that they can put out about racism and the disgusting flags that you're, you know, what, what disgusting flags? Because I mean, listen, I, I don't ever use profanity, but I'm just saying I mean, he, this guy uses profanity. He doesn't ever say the F word. And most of the F, the F Trudeau's, the U is taken up by a Canadian, a Canadian maple leaf. And these are the disgusting flags. And the, it, let me ask him this. How disgusting is it that you slaughter the unborn, that you vacuum out a baby piece by bloody piece out of the womb, and you call an F. Trudeau flag disgusting? You're a repulsive murderer, and you're worried about somebody waving a flag that says F. Trudeau on it? You ought to maybe, you know what, pull the, pull the plank out of your own eye, Dougie Ford. Election wizard video. Now here's a true politician. Play it for me misogynist and racist by the Prime Minister. Blackface. So again, I will ask the Prime Minister, who may I remind this House wore blackface yeah, yeah. on more times than he can remember. 
applies to the peace-loving, patriotic Canadians who are outside right now just asking to be heard. Will he speak to them? The Honourable uh, Government House Leader. So there you go. And Justin Trudeau refuses to speak to them. Justin Trudeau could not have grabbed his ankles any faster and run out and kneel with Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, so he meets with them, does whatever they want. Black Lives Matter is our arsonists, our murderers, our thieves, and vandals. And yet there he goes out and he goes out and kneels with them. What have the truckers done outside of block the road? Absolutely nothing. All of these accusations are false. If any of them are true, it's because leftist, leftist infiltrators have gotten into the crowd and are waving racist flags and are committing vandalism. The right wing just doesn't do that. And I'm not talking about the false right wing. When they, when they call like white supremacists, you know, like skinheads or KKK, those aren't, by the way, those are not conservatives. They're neo-Nazis. Neo-Nazis means national socialist. You're not socialist and conservative or right-wing. They're not right-wingers. Extreme right They always call Hitler extreme right-wing. He wasn't white right-wing at all. He's national socialist. See how they always accuse you of that which they are? They're the Hitlers, not us. What, who, wants to, who wants to murder people by the millions every year? It's, it's 40 to 60 million babies killed per year by these people. Allegedly, 5 million people have died of COVID in 22 months. In that same exact time, 80 million babies have died, if not more. So please, they, they call you exactly what they are. They're projecting upon you. All right, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. S-Y-E-L, how do you pronounce it there? Sayel. Sayel, oh, that's scary. Sayel 75 video. Justin Trudeau, you cannot ignore this. Here, remember, they're, they're talking about the, the these convoys. They're the enemies of, of lawlessness. I mean, the enemies of 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 abiding in the law, enemies of cops. Well, is that really true? Here's some video footage. Play it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm down here with a police officer in Ottawa. How are you doing today? Doing great. How's it been down here? Uh, nothing but good. People are super good. The truckers have been uh, having a good time. They've been getting their point across. And you know what? It's a beautiful city that we're in, and uh, they can't ignore all of this, right? Absolutely. Thank you very much. Poor guy having to wear a mask to keep his job, probably. But maybe he's just a full, you know, full-blown COVID caver. I have no idea. But once again, let's ask cops the exact same question during a BLM Democratic Party riot. Let's ask or an Antifa Democratic Party riot. Let's ask them that question: a climate change riot, and see how the cops feel about the rioters and the protesters. Rise Melbourne video: Cal Calgary, Canada, at anti-mandate. Anti-everything Calgary stands with the truckers. Play a minute of this for me. Just get, take a look at this. Yeah, go see if you can just, should get, just get it to the place where I can see the crowd all the way in the back. See, I want you to always know that we, look at that, look at that. We are not alone. You, you think we're, as, as Justin Trudeau calls us, a fringe minority with unacceptable views? And by the way, let me just go, go on that. Just leave this pick up for a second. Unacceptable views. Not views that I don't agree with. Unacceptable. You're not allowed to have those views. If you don't agree with WEF member Justin Trudeau, that's unacceptable. Not, not that he disagrees. It's unacceptable. We are not alone we are actually the majority now here's the thing 
has the majority been a bunch of cowards? A lot of people, probably not those watching this podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I'm not talking to you necessarily, but here's the thing. Has the majority been a bunch of cowards that were afraid, that were afraid to offend the minority? Yes. But you need to stand now or your country's gone. You have to stand now or it's over. Canada is recognized. Canada recognizes now ahead of Australia. Slightly maybe behind England, but at least Canada is rising. And this is far more powerful than anything that's going on in England, by the way. Far more powerful. But England has dropped all of its COVID mandates. And by the way, here's the next one. Marie Oak's tweet. Breaking, the, the Quebec government is set to abandon its plan to tax the unvaccinated for healthcare use. Oh, then when did that happen? As soon as the truckers did their convoy. As soon as that happened, Quebec starts to back off. You know why? Because Quebec needs trucks. And the truckers aren't going to do it anymore. All right, let's look at uh, that kind of, this is kind of the, the VAX section of the show. And this is a great summary of what's happening in the world right now. Play it for me. People are being pushed around, denied normal interaction, and they're just following it like sheep. That's what happened in Germany, essentially. All Germans were not evil, but most of them, the vast majority, simply went along. 88 years ago, the German people elected a tyrant who took away their freedom and controlled their lives. But the German people were obedient. Their failure to resist the tyranny resulted in the genocide of millions of people. It, it begins in the public health arena. Public health is government. And that was what happened in Nazi Germany. All of medicine wound up being public health. Once you have medicine in partnership with government, there is no individual care. There's the Hippocratic Oath goes out the window. And you, since you have government behind you, the doctor's not responsible for their actions. They're working together with the state. That's when medicine becomes weaponized. Under the Nazis, medicine was perverted and turned into a weapon of mass destruction. You know, the Holocaust didn't begin with Auschwitz. The Holocaust came in stages, escalating stages. Stages of humiliation, persecution, deportation, incarceration in concentration camps, as I myself experienced, and the final destination, which was to be extermination. So there you go. Now, the, some of the most riveting things that she said, this may be the most riveting outside of the, the pure violent statements, but it begins in the public health area. This is a Holocaust survivor. This was a person in a death camp. And she says that Hitler began in the public health sector. And again, it goes back to 2 Corinthians 2.11. Lest Satan should, you know, who, who was in, who was running Adolf Hitler? Satan himself, demonic, demonic spirits were running, demons were running Adolf Hitler. 
lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices, of his schemes. Adolf Hitler began with the public health arena. Tell me how the vibe of that video is any different than the vibe around this world right now. But the thing is, you and I sense it, but so many other people, both inside and outside of the church, don't sense it. It's truly mind-blowing to me. Absolutely boggles my mind that people don't see the similarity. Well, it's because it's a virus. That's what Hitler did. He used typhoid to do it. It was he, he, he said that Jews were more apt to spread it than everybody else. It's no different. Just because this, this scheme is mildly tweaked, there's a different coat of paint on it, does not change the actual demonic protocols of using a public health emergency to usher in tyranny. They make the virus, they, which kills people. Then they offer a vaccine, which is going to kill more people than the virus. While the same people are aborting 60, 40 to 60 million babies a year. The exact same people, those that pimp and whore the vaccines. And if you're pro-life and you pimp and whore the vaccines, understand who you're working for. Every single person that pimps and whores those vaccines at a powerful level is a baby butcherer. Ursula von der Leyen of the EU is a baby butchering monster. Boris Johnson, baby butchering monster. Justin Trudeau, baby butchering monster. Dan Andrews, baby butchering monster. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, baby butchering monsters. Anthony Fauci, baby butchering monsters. That's who they are. And they pimp and whore the vaccines and then find Christians to whore them for them. Truly amazing to me that, no, that people can't see this. I know those of you that are watching can, but it amazes me that people can. Now, this next video goes against somewhat, goes against a little bit of my protocols because it's a little longer, but I'm telling you, it's six minutes long. Do not turn away for a minute. I've got all the stats written down. We'll go over them real quick at the end of the video here, but you have, this is one of the most riveting videos I've ever seen. It's a rumble video. Leaked database shows U.S. military disease skyrocketing. Now this comes on the, on the heels of the Thomas Rents lawsuit and the Thomas Rents testimony on Capitol Hill to Senator Ron Johnson, as well as Peter McCullough was there, Robert Malone was there, Three military doctors under the penalty, penalty of felony perjury have signed affidavits swearing to the facts that you are about to hear. Play it for me. On January 25th, 2022, Thomas Renz, the attorney for doctors Peter Chambers, Teresa Long, and Samuel Sigaloff, testified before Congress regarding data leak directly from the Defense Health Agency's Defense Medical Epidemiology Database otherwise known as DMED. Within DMED exists the Defense Medical Surveillance Systems, DMSS, which contains up-to-date and historic data on diseases, medical events, and data on DOD personnel. The database is similar to VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, but it's distinct in that it only applies to DOD personnel, and only medical providers can input information into the system. 
Upon inspection, we can see that information has been gathered from a five-year average of dozens of diseases and medical disorders. Myocardial infarction, or a heart attack, rose 269% in a 10-month period from January to November of 2021, from 612 cases to 1,650. Pericarditis rose 175% from 589 cases to 1,029. Myocarditis rose 285% from 127 cases to 363. Pulmonary embolisms rose 467% from 746 cases to 3,489. Cerebral infarction, Bell's palsy, immunodeficiencies, ITP, menstrual irregularity, MS, neoplasms, non-traumatic subarachnoid hemorrhage, spontaneous abortion or miscarriage, all rose at least 250% or higher, some cases 350%. Disseminated intravascular coagulation, a rare and serious condition that disrupts your blood flow due to a blood clotting disorder that can turn into uncontrollable bleeding, rose 1,175% from seven to 87 documented incidents. HIV, often leads to AIDS, rose 590% from 454 cases to 2,681. Chest pain, which averaged 4,892 reported incidents from 2016 to 2020, rose 1,529% to 74,813 Dyspnea, which is difficult or labored breathing, rose 905% from 4,968 to 44,990. You may ask why. Why would the Department of Defense knowingly continue to harm the service members who comprise the military? While we can't answer that question for certain, we can offer a great deal of information which we've used to form our own opinion. Documents we released in October of 2021 revealed a 158-page RMP titled Comirnaty COVID-19 mRNA Vaccine Risk Management Plan, which laid out plans to study DOD data in relation to service members' response to COVID-19 vaccines. A document within the study titled Pharmacovigilance Plan highlights C4591011, a post-authorization study for personnel within the DOD and their family members, and how myocarditis and pericarditis affect those who have taken Pfizer's BioNTech EUA vaccine. The sponsor, in this case the DOD, has agreed to provide regular studies of the EUA vaccine on service members in periodic safety update reports. Because Pfizer has not produced their FDA-approved Comirnaty, and we know based on our own research and reporting, along with numerous other publications, that EUA vaccines are the only vaccines available to service members, we can surmise that American military forces have been used as a giant study group for over a year now. We also know that Pfizer's Comirnaty, which once again hasn't even been produced, 
was given BLA licensing on August 23rd of 2021 from the FDA, then had that same BLA license withdrawn on the same day. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin announced a mandatory vaccine for service members on August 24th based on the licensing, even though the license had been withdrawn before his announcement. Due to the political influence applied to the vaccine and the amount of money that was made off of its distribution, it's hard to imagine an agreement wasn't made behind closed doors to make the vaccine appear as if it had been approved by the FDA. The Secretary of Defense himself owns over 29,000 shares of Tenet Health, a company that made a vast amount of money from Pfizer's vaccine and lined the SecDef's pockets along the way. Because of the unlawful manner in which the service branches applied the Secretary of Defense's order, hundreds of service members have been discharged under the false pretense of disobeying an unlawful order, and thousands more have been barred from re-enlisting or continuing to serve after their contracts expire. What we're witnessing is nothing less than an outright assault on the armed forces who protect America's constitution and subsequently her freedoms. Sources have told us that DOD tried very hard to conceal this information and prevent it from getting out. The release of this information implicates numerous officials at the highest levels of the Pentagon in numerous crimes. The expulsion of those service members who refused the vaccine, along with the thousands who were injured or killed because of it, will have disastrous effects on the United States national security in the immediate and long-term future. All right, so basic premise first is that allegedly the military is receiving comernity, right? That's the, there's only, well, now there's two FDA-approved drugs. The Moderna's just been approved and comernity, but both drugs, comernity is a, bio, is a Pfizer BioNTech drug, which by the way, neither one of them are available to any American, allegedly, They've been so the FDA, they, you know, you hear Biden go out there in his galactic stupidity talking about how the FDA has approved the vaccine. It has not approved the vaccine. We've gone over it nauseum. There is no vaccine available to you if you are a member of the general public that is FDA approved. Not one. That's why they want to pump. They just got they just got they're trying to get approved now from for the Pfizer's putting in to get approval, an EUA approval, emergency use, use authorization approval, to vaccinate six-month-olds to five-year-olds. Why are they doing that? Because it gives you a perpetual EUA even after the EUA has run out. If your EUA runs out but you are vaccinating minors, then adults have no legal right to come and complain or file a lawsuit against you. How does that work, Tom? It's in the paperwork and it's absolute fact. Absolute fact. That's what they do. Now, so Moderna's FDA-approved drug vaccine is not available to you. Comernity is not available to you. That's the other FDA-approved drug. But they said that Comernity has been the one given to the soldiers. Now, why did they do that? Because in the military contract, Soldiers cannot be vaccinated without an FDA approved with a drug that is not FDA approved. Now, what he said on there, if I understood it correctly, that part there is a little bit, a little bit fuzzy to me in that they received the license for the drug and the next day it was, it was taken away. So number one, he also said in the video that nobody is actually receiving the Comirnaty drug in the military. So they are injecting, according to this video, 
our soldiers with the non-FDA-approved drug because they're not giving them Comirnaty, and even if they are giving them Comirnaty, is Comirnaty even FDA-approved? It was given the license, and then there was the license taken away, if I understood that part right. But according to the video, they're giving them the non-FDA-approved drug, which is a violation of their military contract, which is what I've been saying for months to all, because most of the military is fully vaccinated now. And I'm gonna, we're going to go over the devastating repercussions of that. But I've been saying this for day one. From day one, you look that doctor in the eye and you say, what are you injecting me with? And you will, you will sign on this document that says that you are injecting me with Comirnaty. I would never take that either. I'm just telling you, if you did cave, then that's what you should have done. Because everything else is a violation of your military contract. Can you imagine the lawsuits that are going to happen that need to happen? You must stand. If you've been vaccinated, you need to find out what's in your veins today. You need to get together, just coagulate some money together. Get 100 soldiers together. If you care about anything, well, I just want to keep my job. Keep your job for who? Keep your job, what, your, your job working for Mao Zedong? What's the point of being in that military? If, if, if the military is evil, what's the point of being in it to keep your job? Say that to all the cops too, all the NYPD guys. They'll do anything to keep their jobs. Arrest an 11-year-old because she didn't present her vaccine passport. And I understand the tragedies that's happened with the NYPD lately with the cops being killed at record numbers, but that, that proves my point even more. Because look who you're working for. The reason why you're being killed is you're under another Stalinist mayor, another useless piece of garbage mayor who just called himself the, 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 the Biden of Brooklyn. So here's the thing. If you keep your job, what's the point of keeping your job if you're working for Satan? Well, what's the point? Lose your job. You're better off. And here's the other thing, just for self-preservation's sake. Lose your job to live. Look at these numbers. Now I want everybody to know. This is sworn under oath, but under the penalty of felony perjury by three doctors named by Thomas Rents at, at, at the Senate hearing with Senator Ron Johnson. They have all sworn to these. Now, I want you to understand. They sworn to these facts. These facts are absolutely irrefutable. They are irrefutable facts. It said on the video that they have tried to keep these facts under wraps. They have done everything they could to subvert these facts from coming to light. Now, so they had to have, you had to have whistleblowers. And there are three, and they are all doctors. The difference, my church heard this, although there's a lot more, I have a lot more stats here than I gave on Sunday morning because I dug deeper. Of course, I'm insane. So, these doctors step forward. You need to understand the difference between the CDC has no freaking idea what they're doing and it's on purpose so that they can put out whatever narrative they want. When they say, when you hear idiotic tripe on CBS about how if you're not vaxxed, you're 68 times more likely to be in the hospital, 16 times more likely to die, that's all freaking, that is all a steaming pile of bullcrap. There's no facts. They're not tracking who's vaccinated and who isn't. They have no idea what they're talking about. Peter McAuliffe testified to that at the same Ron, Ron Johnson hearing as Thomas Rents. It's absolutely garbage. That's why you see 
860,000 Americans have died of COVID. Absolutely not. And, and, and lo and behold, our excess death count is nowhere near that. It's off by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, those two numbers. And we're so much higher than England and Australia and Canada because they're not counting their numbers that way. Their systems are actually, as far as counting COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths, are actually way better than ours. So is Israel's. 90% of hospitalizations for COVID-19 in Israel, fully vaccinated. 82% of COVID deaths in England, fully vaccinated. Uh, 75 to 80% of COVID deaths in Australia, fully vaccinated. Every press conference they come out, nine out of 10 people who have died of COVID were fully vaccinated. It's absolute fact you can pull up all the press conferences. 75% of COVID hospitalizations in the UK, fully vaccinated. 44% of hospitalizations and deaths of COVID-19 in Minnesota are fully vaccinated. And that's even a lie because it's way higher than that. This is allegedly a vaccination that keeps you out of the hospital and keeps you from dying of COVID. No, no, it ruins your immune system. That's why Omicron is a pandemic of the vaxxed. They have no ability to fight off a common cold anymore. You take the first one, you're in big trouble. You take the second one, you're in bigger trouble. And you take the booster, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how much longer you have. I don't know. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. But here's the data. And again, let me just explain this. This is absolute irrefutable fact. Why? Because to see the military, every last thing you do, you are basically QR coded. You go in, if you have gas and you go to the doctor, you are assigned a case number. You are QR coded into the system. You are marked then. Every single one of these things is 1000% accurate. It's all computerized. And this is the data. Now understand, this is a comparison between 2000, the numbers, the average numbers from 2016 to 2020. So the five-year average in all of these things, all of these issues, these health issues that we're going to go over, this is a, the, the, the 2016 to 2020 average of those issues in comparison to what happened in 2021. There's only, there's, what's the big difference between the five years and the one year? 16 to 20 and 2021. The vaccine came into play in 2021, right? So you have all of the averages of these things from 16 to 20, compare, comparing it to what happened in 2021. Here you go. Heart attacks are up in 2021 only, 269% in the military. The average from 2016 to 2020 was 612 heart attacks a year in the military. In 2021, there was 1,650 heart attacks. Absolute fact, irrefutable fact, it's on their computer. Lloyd Austin cannot deny it. Joe Biden cannot deny it. Kamala Harris cannot deny it. Mark Milley cannot deny it. The DOD cannot, this is absolute fact. Nobody will ever prove this wrong. Pericarditis is up one, one, 175% in 2021. The average from 2016 to 2020 was 589 cases of pericarditis per year, 16 to 20. In 2021 only, there was 1,029 cases of pericarditis. Myocarditis is up in 2021, 285%. 
From 16 to 20, the average number of cases per year was 127. 2021, 363. Pulmonary embolisms are up. That's blood clotting. 467% in one year, 2020. The average from 20, I mean 2021 in one year, up 467%. The average from 16 to 20 was 746 cases per year. In 2021, there was 3,489 cases. So it's gone. The, in one year, they usually have 746 cases of pulmonary embolisms. But in 2021, they had 3,489. Bell's palsy is up. In 2021, 393%. The average from 16 to 20 was 312 cases per year. Per year, th in 2021, I, I wish it was still 2021 so I could say this year. And, and just keep in mind this too. This is only covering 10 months of 2021. The November and December statistics are not involved in this. Whoops. So Bell's palsy is up 393% in 2021. They averaged 312 cases in the previous five years. But in 2021, they had 3,438 from 312 to 3,438. I wonder why the doctors are being whistleblowers under the penalty of perjury if they're lying. I wonder why. Because you had Bell's palsy at 312, 312 cases per year and it's gone up to 3,438. This is astounding, folks. You, you, can't, you can't not let this rivet your soul. You need to fight harder. We need to pray harder. But this is all an answer to prayer. We have been praying on this podcast that all of these facts would be exposed, that even the mainstream media will have to report it. This is undeniable, irrefutable proof that the vaccines are deadly. Guillain-Barr syndrome is up 250% in one year, 2020. On average, from 16 to 20, there was 330 cases of it. In 2020, 2021, there was 3,635 cases. 330 to 3,635. ITP up 322%. Average cases from 16 to 20, 51 per year. 2021 alone, 564 cases. MS is up in 2021, 487% in the military. On average, for the previous five years, 313 cases. 2021 alone, 3,444 cases. Immunodeficiencies up 275% in 2021. Average over the last five years, 288 cases per year. 2021, 3,172. Menstrual irregularities up 476%. And you have Rochelle Walensky come on TV and say if you're pregnant, go ahead and take the vaccination. And in one year, up 476%. On average, they had 2,085 menstrual irregularities in the military from 16 to 20. In 2021, they had 22,938. Irrefutable facts. Neoplasms. Cancers are up 296%. In the military, on average, they have 10,422 cases per year from 16 to 20. In 2021 alone, 114,645 cases of cancer from people averaging ages from 18 to 30 years of age. 
non-traumatic S-A-H-I-C-H, up 312%. On average, they have 169 cases per year. 2021, 1,858. Spontaneous abortions. In other words, miscarriages and stillbirths. Up 306%. On average, they have 418 per year in the military. But in 2021, 4,610. DIC, clotting disorder, is up 1,175%. On average, they have seven per year. In this, in 2021, 87. HIV, up 590%. On average, they have 454 cases reported per year. 2021, 2,681. Listen to this one. Chest pain. On average, they have is up 1,529% in one year. In one year. What, 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 what's, the, what's the distinguishment between 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20? In 2021, oh, there's one distinguishment. It's called the BioNTech Pfizer or non-BioNTech Pfizer vaccine. Chest pain, on average, in the previous five years, they'd had 4,892 cases reported. In 2021 alone, 74,813 cases. Dania, which is labored breathing, is up 905%. On average, 4,100 cases reported from 16 to 20. In 2021 alone, 44,990 cases. Oh, but the vaccine is safe and effective, according to Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, Scott, uh, Dan Andrews, Scott Morrison, Angela Merkel, Emmanuel Macron, all members of the World Economic Forum. I wonder why they want to decimate our own military. They want to get our military out of the way so the globalists can control America. You must stand if you're in the military. If that means losing your job, you lose it. If that meant losing my police job, I would lose it. If it meant losing my pastoral position, I would lose it to stand in the truth. That's what you do. Look at those numbers. They are indisputable. They are irrefutable. They are by doctors under penalty of perjury who are whistleblowers who have signed affidavits. Absolute fact. Here's a Jenna Ellis tweet. How the federal government used evangelical leaders to spread COVID propaganda to the churches. You know, I don't like to, although I do it all the time, even though I say I don't like it, I've been doing it a lot. This is a Daily Wire article. I don't like to read to you. I like to show you slides, but this is too important not to read to you, and I can't put it on slides because it's just a bunch of words. I want you to hear this, and I have not been naming names, but now this is out in the public forum. Again, let me read that headline. How the federal government used evangelical leaders, I'll use my own verbiage, to pimp and whore vaccines. During, during Saddleback Pastor, Saddleback Church, Pastor Rick Warren's special broadcast with Francis Collins, with Francis Collins on behalf of Health and Human Services. So he goes, Rick Warren meets with Francis Collins on behalf of Health and Human Services. That's the, that's the what's it called, Purpose Driven Life? That's the guy who wrote that book. He mentioned that he and Collins first met, get this now, when both were speakers for the billionaires and heads of state who gather annually, where do you think? Davos, Switzerland. 
for the World Economic Forum. So Ricky Warren meets Francis Collins, and Francis Collins gets a pass into all these alleged evangelical churches who, by the way, love homosexuality and sin, so I have no idea how they're called evangelical churches. But anyway, so they meet Francis Collins, faux Christian, Rick Warren, meet at the World Economic, Mr. Purpose Driven. It meets Francis Collins, notorious baby-butchering monstrosity that he is, at the World Economic Forum with old buddy Klaus Schwab. They reconnected recently. Warren revealed uh, at an off-the-record meeting between Collins, and by the way, Francis Collins, current, cur current head of the NIH, about to be ousted, between Collins and key faith, off-the-record meeting between Collins and key faith leaders. Warren did not say, but one can make an educated guess as to who convened that meeting and for what purposes, given the striking similarity of Collins' appearances alongside all these leading Christian lights. Daily Wire article, Ben Shapiro Daily Wire article. Once again, Warren and Francis Collins spent their interview jointly lamenting the unlovingness of Christians who question the efficacy of masks. So I'm unloving if I question whether or not masks work when masks don't work. So Rick Warren and Francis Collins, two alleged Christians, will go ahead and say masks work even though they don't work and there's absolutely no, not one, t not one study has ever showed that they work, not to mention the micron size. They don't work. And I'm unloving because I don't say that? Hmm, let me see. I, I believe, you know, again, I go by the Bible. I don't know what these people go by. But 1 Corinthians 13, 6 says, love does not rejoice in iniquities, and iniquities are, are sins, which would include lies. So let me just surmise. Love does not rejoice in lies. Love rejoices in the truth. Masks don't work. So how am I unloving by not wearing one? Specifically framing it as a matter of obedience to Jesus that you wear a mask. Wearing a mask is the great commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself, the best-selling author Rick Warren said of The Purpose Driven Life. He declared before going on to specifically argue that religious leaders have an obligation to convene, convince you have a religious obligation to convince, go ahead, Aaron, you can roll it. Convince religious people to accept the government's narratives about COVID. Did you, did you just hear this? This is a pastor of a megachurch, and he says that it is the leader, religious leader's obligation to convince people, religious people, to accept the government's narratives about COVID. Let me just say a word to the priests, pastors, and rabbis and other faith leaders. This is our job, he says, to deal with these conspiracy issues and things like that. Oh, really, Ricky? Really? How's that conspiracy working? With the DOD study that I just presented, which is absolute irrefutable fact, and you've whored and pimped vaccines for the last 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. How does it feel to be sitting at 20? Well, we're in month 23, by the way. We're going to be in early March. We'll be at one. We'll, we'll be at two years of fifteen days to flatten the curve, and yet, where's the repentance? Just curious. Just curious. Where's the repentance? Masks have now been completely disproven. Lockdowns have been completely disproven, and you were told that, and you were, and and you were propagating that it's a pastor's job to convince people to follow the government's dictates that have now been proven completely wrong. 
Lockdowns, a Johns Hopkins study just came out that revealed lockdowns do absolutely nothing. And Johns Hopkins is absolutely no bastion of right-wing conservatism. But here you are, no repentance whatsoever from old Ricky, nothing. Or any other, maybe your local pastor, where's the repentance? Where is it? We were wrong. We locked down. That's been proven false. We masked. That's been proven false. Vaccines are doing absolutely irrefutable damage to our military. No repentance. Pride goes before destruction. There's just way too much to lose to admit that you're wrong. This is our job to deal with these conspiracy issues and things like that. Name the conspiracy. Was was it a conspiracy that the, you know, that the, that the virus was created in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, that's a man-made virus, that you were, that was, the government said that was a conspiracy too. That's now been proven basically to be 100% true. One of the responsibility of faith leaders is, is to tell people to trust the science. They're not going, can you imagine that come? I mean, literally, if I was sitting in a church and the pastor said that, I would start to vomit in the pews. They're not going to put out, oh, they're not going to put, this is Rick Warren, they're not going to put out a vaccine that's going to hurt people. Quote, quote, 22,000 on the VAERS report as of today are dead. Thomas Rents, and that's one vein. There's 11 veins that report into the VAERS report. Harvard study, only 1% of vaccine adverse effects are actually reaching the VAERS report. Thomas Rents from one other vein with another whistleblower alleges another 45,000 deaths. And, and the evangelical leader says they're not going to put out a vaccine that's going to hurt anybody. The same week, MacArthur's, John MacArthur of California, in his church that eventually stood, for, stood out and decided to reopen uh, on Easter in 2020, the same week, MacArthur's church was in the news for resisting California Governor Yavin Newsom's orders to keep houses of worship closed. Francis Collins participated in an interview with celebrated theologian N.T. Wright. Hmm. Remember, well, I'll read about Francis in a minute. During a discussion with the NIH director, once again trumpeted the efficacy of cloth masks. Rick Warren says that we aren't suppo- we should be agreeing with the government, and he's got to cut down the conspiracy theorist. Cloth masks have now, from the CDC, been deemed completely and totally useless, which, by the way, they've known from day one. And yet Rick Warren was out there defending it. Vaccines are killing people by the tens of thousands. Rick Warren, N.T. Wright, out there defending it. Under the guise of love. During a discussion with the NIH director, once again trumpeted the efficacy of cloth masks, the pair warned N.T. Wright and Francis Collins, conspiracies mocking disturbing examples of churches that continue meeting because they thought the devil can't get into my church or Jesus is the vaccine. First of all, that's true, both of those. Again, are you going by the Bible or by your love narrative? The Bible says, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. John 14, 14. We stand in the word of God. Period. Not your version of love. You're, uh, these, all these pastors are blasphemous. Because their version of love, they consider th- themselves to be more loving than the Bible. 
The Bible is Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. John 1, 1, John 1, 14. Jesus is the Word. Jesus is God. In 1 John 4, 16, God is love. So the Word of God is love. Disturbing examples of churches that follow the Bible. It's disturbing for them. What, where, where, that sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? It sounds like Joshua 24, 15, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like that to you? And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. If it seems evil to you, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, the devil can't get into my church. Yeah, if you bind it, that's true. And Jesus is my vaccine. Well, I'll just read the Bible to you again. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Jesus is my vaccine, is the Bible. Lest anyone wonder, they continue, whether right is experienced some pause over lending his reputation as a deep Christian thinker to Caesar's agents, the friends finished with a guitar duet. So all of these, N.T. Wright and Rick Warren, are saying, they're out there trying to, uh, they're bothered by disturbing examples of churches that continue meeting because they thought in biblical terms. Disturbing, it's very disturbing for them that Christians stood in the word of God. And what was it, and what what. What was their what was their messaging? What, what was their what was their premise? That lockdowns stop a virus? That mass stop a virus? Neither one of them work at all. Every single graph, I can show you one graph after the other directly from the CDC, put out by Ian Miller on Twitter, that will show you that no matter what a ma- what a state does with masking, vaccining, and locking down, the, the curve is identical in every state, with it only being worse in the states that mitigated the most. And these clowns are out there saying that they were some sort of purveyor of love because they were obeying that which doesn't work. Collins, other than his proclamations, Francis Collins, that he is himself a believer, the NIH director director espouses nearly no public positions that would mark him out as any any different than any extreme left-wing bureaucrat. He has not only defended experimentation on fetuses obtained by abortion, he has also, this is who Ricky's meeting with, this is who N.T. Wright is meeting with. See, Christians are reading books by these guys instead of reading the Bible. He also directed record-level spending toward it. Among the priorities, the NIH has funded under Collins a University of Pittsburgh experiment that involved grafting, and here's, here's the Christian, Francis Collins, a University of Pittsburgh experiment that involved grafting infant scalps onto lab rats, as well as projects that relied on the harvest on the harvested organs of aborted full-term babies. Some doctors have even charged Collins with giving money to research that required extracting kidneys, uh, ureters, and bladders from living infants. This is this is what happened to the church. I have a lot more I could share. This is what happened to the church. You had clowns like Rick Warren and like N.T. Wright 
going out there to defeat the conspiracy narratives in the name of love. Only problem is, is that all the conspiracies that they were trying to defeat were the truth and their love is a Pharisaic demonic love that's not in the Bible. Because the Bible, the love of the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6, is a love that does not rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. That is what has happened. But I want you to know, we will stand. We just purchased, we're, our church is overrun with people. It's a great problem to have. We've gone from 150 people to 650 people during the 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. We just bought a brand new building, 13,000 South Tamiami Trail, Northport, Florida. Brand new building, sits 1,100 people. Feel free to support us in all ways that you can because we will never close. We will never vaccinate. We will never mitigate. We will never vax. We will never vax. We will never quarantine. We will never lock down. We will always stand right here, Foundation Church, right now, Inglewood, Florida, about to be Northport, Florida. Love each and every one of you back here Thursday night, 8:30. Do not miss it. Love you all. God bless you. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBly.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBly.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.